Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. Radio show ATL The Aftermath back on the air. Another great interview. And look who we got coming back. Our favorite affiliate host, Carol J. Carol J Podcast hanging out with us. Carol J, what's up? Welcome back to the show. What's up? You know, it's your, your favorite cousin that's round away, Carol J. I had to come back to this. Yes, for sure. So we're doing something that we've never done before. And that's we got a cast member from the show that's the guest today. So it's ATL Diva, all right? She's one of the female voices of the show, causing havoc. But this time, she's not causing havoc. She's actually helping 9hairco.com, beer care for men. You're looking forward to talking to ATL Diva, one of the cast members you actually have not met yet. Right. Yeah, of course. I need to get some tips and, you know, maybe she can help me out with, you know, my husband's beard. So I'm ready. Well... Let's not waste any time. Let's bring her in. Let's have a conversation. All right. You are now listening to the radio show. Bruh. This is that knowledge you can't learn in college right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little news you can't refuse and hopefully not abuse, you know? <laughs> we ain't doing nothing here but trying to help folks get their weather together, church. That's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kristen, you sound very pimp adjacent, and I like it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, the radio show ATL, the aftermath is on the air. And it's it's different because we got somebody who's a part of the show who's on the other side of it, all right? So we got our guest is a cast member. It's ATL Diva, who is the owner of <laughs> NineHairCo.com. So Diva, welcome to your own show, but welcome to the aftermath. <laughs> Appreciate you Thank making you. the time. I appreciate you guys taking the time to interview me today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Putting you in the hot seat and, you know, having you answer the the tough questions and stuff. So, you know, we're we're talking here, you know, starting off with you uh, with Nine Hair Co. But I kind of wanted to start off with your journey before you got to Nine Hair Co. And talk about how you got into this whole radio thing first to show off your personality. So how did that journey begin where you said, you know what, I got a wonderful, boisterous personality. People need to check that out. How did that come about? 
I was set up, honestly. I, you know, uh. I, I did a favor one time as a fill-in, and then it was just a great connection and never left. So basically, um, you and I, 16, worked at this orange box corporate place that shall yep. not be named. And so um, you had started a show with the other guys, on the, and uh, you were like, hey, we need a fill-in. You think you want to, you know, help me out? And I was like, okay, sure. Only to find out you didn't have any other female voices on the show, and so it I mean, it went over really well. Like, the people were calling in. People were texting me, emailing. So, you know, I just figured y'all needed a little spice on that thing. And then I never left. So that's, that's just how, that how I fell into it, literally. Yeah, this is true. You know, it came through as a, <laughs> you know, as a fill-in. And it's like the cousin that came over to the house that just stayed over and just never left. But, you know, we had that chemistry because we were all were friends outside of that. And it, and it just sort of yeah. fit. And then... And it just worked out. So in talking about you, you know, because you always had personality and then it started to blossom. When did you say, OK, I had this endeavor. Been, we've been at this radio thing for a long time. We've been together for a long time. But mm -hmm. how did that translate into, OK, I want to take this part of entrepreneurship and I want to flip it into my own business. How did that come about? Well, again, we was at that weird place. And yeah. so, you know, when you got a little bit of time on your hands, you start thinking, like, how can I, you know, pursue other avenues? And um, I think us doing the radio show was just like an idea, right? And then so we just, yeah. it started out as just a way for us to kind of escape life and actually hang out together and do fun stuff. But then also was like, hey, this is something we could commit to like once a week. Let's do it. And so it was an idea. So the same thing happened for me with entrepreneurship. It was just an idea, you know, and you start listening to things that people want or need. And you're like, hey, I could do that. I think I could be pretty good at it. And so you just develop an idea and then you make it real. And that's a truly fascinating thing about it is you can create something out of thin air and then it, it's successful. Surprisingly, it's successful. Well, not well. I'm being biased, but knowing you the way I know you, it's not surprising that it's built because knowing your personality and your drive and stuff, it doesn't <laughs> shock me that oh, it worked because you had your hands in it. And yes, that is a compliment, but it's the truth. You know, I know usually we go back and forth, but it is true. true. When you set your mind to it, it's when you set your mind to it. That's just it's gonna happen. You you're gonna make it happen because that's just your personality. All right. So yeah. the. Lovely face that you're looking at on the screen there is ATL Diva. If you are a fan of this show, then you know that she is on the radio show ATL, one of the six hosts of the show. All right. So you can catch her weekly on the radio show ATL. So we're on Instagram at It's The Radio Show. She's also the entrepreneur and owner of NineHairCo.com. You can find out more information about that. Just go to NineHairCo.com. Carol J, do you have something for ATL Diva? Of course I do. Okay. I like the fact that um, you started with them in their, with their radio journey as well. Um, the fact that you were the only female, how did that feel? <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> um, at first, it was... I want to say this. Um, men are not going to give you anything, right? So, like, you really have... They're, they're going to be polite but if you really want to make an impact you're going to have to get in there you're going to have to find your voice and you're going to have to get in there and they're going to make you prove your point 
So you're not going to get any passes with them. So that's kind of how I started having to like basically develop my personality, which was diva. And so that just kind of started to translate more and resonate with them. So like, um, it was really fun because men have one perspective and just being a woman of a certain standard and sound mind, like it really helped balance the show and also give women a voice too, because um, everything on the show was based on male perspective. And so for the first time it was like, um, they were also being introduced to certain things that were outside of like the women in their relationships um, opinion or uh, what they knew. So then it also broaden their prospect to ask other questions and so it made us I think more relatable with our audience because um sometimes we tended to have a heavy male audience and then when I got on the show it became like where we had like women also tuning in just to kind of see what we were going to talk about so it was interesting well I like that because this is a male dominated field well back then and I can say back then like I guess 2010 era for me um being that it was a male-dominated field, it's like you kind of took over, and I like that. Because uh, <laughs> what I do, look, I, I've always like I envy you for that because it's it's hard, especially when you get shut down, and you know, again, I keep saying it's a male-dominated field. I can't use that excuse anymore, but I like that. So, oh yeah, <laughs> and they are so quick with it, right? So. It makes you be like on your toes, like you're thinking. So you're like your mind, like the good thing about women, we can multitask mentally like very, very well. So although I'm listening to what they're saying, but I'm also plotting like how I'm going to get in there and prove my point. So um, women are kind of like, oh, yeah, girl, they're going to agree with you. No, they're going to disagree with you and then make you prove your point. And so that's when you feel validated is when you're like, oh, gotcha, which it's a really, really fun thing to do with them. But they're a gr great group of guys to really conversate with, and they definitely made it easy um, and welcoming, but there were also, like, just some very positive challenges with, you know, uh, inserting myself in an already established, you know, platform. Cool, cool. Well, girl power, um, 16, back to you. Yay. You are now listening to The Radio Show. radio station I work for is privately owned so we're not really uh, held to the standard of you know the censorship that most people are um, right okay however um, my mom is listening and my dad they're listening so and my kids and you know some of the people that I work with are listening so I kind of have to censor myself in that way you know every now and again you know Jersey will slip up or ATL ho I'm sorry will slip out you know it just depends on a mixture of the two you're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. And so, so Diva with, okay, so nine hair co is an interesting yeah. concept because you took a lane that is not, it's not a large lane because you go into any store, it's an entire aisles, stores dedicated to women and beauty and self-care. But men, it's like a small little section. So, how did that glaring, gaping hole that's out there, because it's out there, why Why men? Like, why did you want to take care of us? Because you could have just done just fine doing products for women and done just fine. So yeah. why, 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 why us, you know? Why not, you guys? Um, 
it really started because I'm really close with my brother, right? And I have you guys and I have, you know, several other best friends that are also men. And just listening to your day-to-day struggles, um, one day my brother, it was during a pandemic, I started it in 2020. And my brother called and asked me questions about, you know, because it raised on lockdown. He's like, what, what can I do for my hair? What can I do for my beard? And as a licensed professional, as a master cosmetologist, I literally was a little bit stuck about, well, what can you use for your beard, right? And I'm thinking that he already knows, like, you know, men know this stuff, right? It wasn't until the third friend called during the pandemic and asked me the same question that I realized, wait a minute, this is an issue. So I asked uh, one of my other friends, I said, so do you guys not really know what to use on your face or your beard? And like every single guy told me no. And I was just like, wait a minute, that's insane. So I'm like, okay, you guys don't know what to put on your beard. So one of the issues um, when I started probing um, the men in my family, my friends and certain things like, the products that were out, right? They're already limited. The assumption is that the products were not for them. The products were that they were probably more geared towards Caucasian men because that's more so the branding. That was more so they didn't really know what was in the products. They didn't know if it would really work on their hair because, you know, um, black men tend to have a different uh, beard texture sometimes. So I was like, okay, this is an issue. Um, So what I decided to do was to go to the store. Like you said, I went to Target, I went to Walmart, I went to beauty supply stores. And you are correct. The the options are extremely small. So if you're seeing products that are very few in option and then they usually are marketed towards men of no color, you don't really know if you want to use it or not. So they just won't use anything. And they usually will go use whatever their wife or girlfriend has and they'll just figure out how to make it work or they don't use anything yeah. at all. So then I yeah. realized, okay, I might be onto something. Yeah. And I, I would say too, with the part about the, you know, coming up with something that a lane for men, I forgot to mention, and you put that part in there. It wasn't just men. It was specifically for men of color because right. our textures are different. Our needs are different. And yeah, did you, did you feel like that was one of those things where guys, you feel like we didn't spend enough time caring about, I mean, yes, men care, men have vanity. We care about what, you know, how we look and things of that nature. But do you feel like men didn't really put the effort into what they should have been when it comes to their beard? Cause I mean, they got some guys out here that neglect that pretty strong, you know? Um, I don't think after talking to men that it's something that they neglect on purpose. Okay. They're not, that's not, so based on my further just investigating and talking to, you know, a variety of men, it's not a part of the grooming regiment that men are taught. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The extent of that is just take a shower and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody teaches men about skincare. No one teaches men about beard care. They don't even really, really teach you guys how to shave properly. They don't teach you. Um, about moisturizing. They don't teach you about closing your pores after you shave. So it's just the lack of education that seems to be the issue. Because the one thing I will tell you is that most men, once they find out they're supposed to be doing it, they actually take a very active interest in doing it. And then when they get the results that they want, um, 
they're really, really happy. So one of the things that I learned in talking to men is that the one thing that made me super start this line was my brother told me, he said, everybody in the beauty industry ignores us. Nobody listens to us and nobody caters to us. And I had to really take a step back and I was just like, you know, he's like, everything is for women. Nothing, nobody talks to us. And I said, wow, that's, that really struck a chord with me because when I really started going and looking at what's easily accessible, everything really is marketed towards women. And um, I got similar sentiments from men. And another profound thing that another gentleman told me, he said, uh, we suffer in silence. And suffer was just like, I was really taken aback because he used the word suffer. And I've heard that a couple of times with men because um, what you find out with their beards and stuff and their skin is that they have skin irritation. They have itchy beards. They have razor bumps. They're very uncomfortable, like all of these things. And they just don't know how to solve that problem. So they just live with it. And that was very sad to hear because you don't know that as a woman and they don't talk about it. Yeah, you're right. It's not something that comes up in, in conversation with that. So it's good wow. that somebody like yourself did the research into trying to figure out and find a lane to make your business what it is. So uh, again, so we're talking to, I mean, Diva, you wear so many hats. So this is entrepreneur, master cosmetologist, podcast host, pain in my ass, ATL Diva. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. She's uh, one of the great hosts of the radio show ATL, which you can catch her weekly on YouTube. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at It's The Radio Show. And then she's the owner of NineHairCo.com. Okay, I got to give a shout out to the peppermint beard oil helping things out. Mine isn't as long as it was. I trimmed it down, but it helped out big time. All right. Just visit NineHairCo.com. Carol J, I know you're going to get back in here and uh, ask yeah, questions to ATL sure. Diva. I Look, yes. I didn't want to interrupt. I had so much I wanted to say. Yes. <laughs> So, okay, one, it is a true science. I did not realize how the black man is the minority of hair. I didn't realize that in the mm -hmm. hair store. I I never took a look, you know, um, to the uh, no Tino shade to the Chinese or whoever they're selling, you know, our products. Um, yes. No Tino shade. But I didn't realize, yeah, when I go and I try to get something for my husband, it's really not a good, there's really nothing there. I just remember my husband going overseas um, when he was in Kuwait and he was like, I need a razor or not, uh, what is it, the blaze? Is that what you call it? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, the blaze. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like trying to get his stuff together and I go by Sally's. Now, you know, Sally's. So I was like, yeah, well, at the time he was my boyfriend. I was like, I need to get something for him. They gave me, I don't know what's the name, what the name of this particular razor was with the blaze, but it had a nice Caucasian man on the box. I sent that. No, it was a Phillips razor. I think that's what mm -hmm. it was. And my husband was like, uh, thanks, but I can't use this. I didn't realize he had, he, he was giving himself, you know, a little haircut. He had, um, what is it? Um, Oh my gosh. Is it razor bumps on the back of the neck? Yeah. Yes. Razor bumps, yeah. yeah. And uh -huh. it's horrible. And I, I tried to like feel for him because I, I never knew. And then in the military, they wouldn't allow you to grow out a beard. So no. he didn't start growing his beard until he got out. And I mean, that thing is amazing. I love it. But 
at the same time, there are moments where I'm like, bro, don't don't kiss me. It's like it, yes. it, 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 it's yes. bothering me. So with that, all in all, where where I'm getting at, the science, <laughs> um uh what what was that whole I guess I want to say, what was that whole process like? I know you did a lot of research, um, testing. How did all of that go? Well, that's a really good question. So when I originally went to college, I was pre-med. So I have a good extensive background in chemistry and biology. So between that and a cosmetology degree, like license, with cosmetology, you get really familiar with uh products and you get familiar with um, ingredients right mm -hmm. so what I did was I just worked backwards so I wrote down all of the challenges that the men so I created a focus group first so mm -hmm. I had like a focus group of maybe like eight guys that all had different types of you know beard skin issues right and so I took down like what they liked about some products and what they did not like about certain products. And so I worked backwards mm -hmm. to say, okay, so how can I address these issues? And then like, which products would be good for that on a natural level? Because I try to use as much natural ingredients as possible. So a lot of things that happen in the skin are um, because the skin is inflamed. So what can I use naturally that will be like an anti-inflammatory, but also be gentle on the skin? So then like you have your essential oils and you have different types of ingredients that put moisture into the skin that are conditioning. So then like you go that route. I studied um, other competitors' ingredients and I basically broke their ingredients down and I figured out like, why would they use these ingredients and what they were using them for? I wanted to be different, of course. So like, I wouldn't use the identical in ingredients, but it would just help me understand like, okay, they're using this ingredient particularly for moisture. They're using this one because it's anti-inflammatory. They're using this because it smells good. And so I basically found a couple of cosmetic companies that would create cosmetic grade, um, ingredients and so basically I started formulating that way and then I started determining like how much of each thing do I want to put in here so uh say for instance um black men beers are very coarse so the hairs are very very brittle so what I did was I looked at adding a several different conditioning agents in different ways so um, doing natural stuff like humectants, uh, which is something that um, is for softening, doing different things for conditioning, doing different things that will uh, not create acne because when you're dealing with oil, you mm -hmm. don't want anything to block the pores. So it's fine to use different types of oils, but you can't always use the same oils on your face that you can use on your body. So you'll end up clogging the pores. So just really understanding like the background of ingredients and what you can use it for. Also being responsible enough to also look at like the cosmetic standard um, on a scientific level of what percentage of things you can use. Some people just mix a whole bunch of stuff and they like it and it goes well. You're not really supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, creating a formula so that you can be consistent. So those were the things that I did to be able to create the product. And so I basically tested it on like my dad and my brother. And I actually, my brother's in a fraternity. 
So I shipped some products off to his frat brothers and I got feedback. And so that's just basically how I did it during the pandemic because you really couldn't talk to people. But what I could do was ship product out to different men all over the country. And like some people in LA, some people in New York, and then like I got their feedback. And so when it was consistent that it worked and they liked it, then I said, okay, I could go, I could run with this. I like that. Okay. You, yeah. you said something that uh, clicked consistency. Um, yes. <laughs> so I have two, just um, two more questions. I'm kind of conjoining into one. One yeah. um, being how the black men cuts their beard, their hair grows in a certain way. Yes. Is that correct? Uh, for some, it depends. So, um, for, for like, okay, so black men have different textures of hair. So sometimes their beard hair is very coarse and very curly. Mm -hmm. I would say on average, their hair is coarse and it is curly. Multiple blade razors are not usually going to be good for black men's hair because what happens is you cut as you cut against the skin, the other blades will snag and rip the hair. So the hair is still like underneath. So it's not a clean enough cut. So that's why a lot of times, because the hair curls, once you cut this part off, you still have this part. So now this part is going to stick under the skin and create like an ingrown hair, which a lot of black men suffer from. A lot of black men don't know like skin prep, right? So you should be using like a hot towel or something to soften the hair first. So it allows for a cleaner shave. A lot of them cut on like either dirty skin or clean, like a, a dry skin, you know? So it creates skin irritation. So we're not, my goal with this company is to educate them as well as uh, offering a product with a solution. A lot of black men do very well with a straight blade razor because it's sharper and it provides like a cleaner cut um and so the hair doesn't get snagged because a lot of men don't know which direction to go either so they're all over the place mm -hmm. so when you're all over the place and you're taking a curly hair from here and then you're going over here and doing all this other stuff you know it's kind of like if women don't use the proper blade like you know you think your skin is smooth and it's not and you still feel that little stubble right there yep so, <laughs> it's the same thing with men. When they still feel that little bit of stubble underneath the surface, the hair is not completely gone, which allows it to curl and continue to grow. But now you have the scab where the skin starts to heal itself from the shave. Now you've got ingrown hairs. Right. And they're Pretty in much. pain with that because I didn't realize how much yes. they're in pain. It really, they don't talk about it. They suffer in silence. So one of the things that I have been working on is uh, a skin exfoliant facial wash because what happens is it could be simply solved if they just exfoliate and see that goes into my my last question i'm sorry <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um skin prep yeah i would like to you know pose that for my husband um you know as women we like to do a skin prep I, like before i put on any makeup or whatever the case may be i like to have a clean a nice clean face and sometimes i've been messing up you know at night some you know you're supposed to clean your face off but your girl gets tired okay um, but i was telling my husband a couple uh, mm -hmm. a couple days ago i was like you know we need to you know wash our um faces together and do some type of prep. He was like, no, I don't need that. How would I 
suggest that to him now that, you know, you discussed everything that, you know, they weren't taught that. So how can I express that to him? What I find, (laughs) well, okay, as women, um, it's not enough for us to tell them something needs to be done, right? So Mm -hmm. men are less about words than more about actions. I would probably recommend you offer to do a facial for him because a lot of men don't realize they need pampering or like it. So what I do is I'm like, babe, just lay right here and let me do it for you this one time. Let me show you, right? And so once they go through that process and they actually see results and how they feel, they'll now see the, he'll see the value in it. If you just tell him something, let me just tell you something. They don't like all these steps and all this extra stuff, right? They're not used to it. They don't see that it's necessary. So if you tell him, babe, you should do this, he's going to be reluctant. He's going to be like, whatever. If you offer to do it for him the first time and you make it all sweet and adorable, the next time you say, oh, babe, let's do this together, he'll, he'll, and then you give him a lot of compliments and then he goes somewhere and maybe, you know, people are like, oh, you look different, man. What's going on? oh, man, my wife had me doing, you know what I'm saying? So now he's going to start seeing, like, the value in doing it. And I think that would be an easy way to get him a buy-in on, you know, participating in a facial regimen with you at night. Okay. So yeah. I see how you did that there. So you're trying to get me pregnant. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll do that. I will do that. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying, you know. Look, I promise you one thing. He ain't going to tell you no, so then you get your way. Hello. Okay. I don't, like, I don't like how right y'all are, but she's right, though. She's right. You are now listening to the radio show. I, I guess I'll go next while we wait on him. This is kind of, this is like low key motivational. So y'all just stay with me, okay? Okay. Y'all ever had somebody that like wanted you to fail? like just didn't want to see you be successful mm. and then you kept grinding and kept grinding and doing what you had to do and then you made it where you wanted to go and you kind of just got to turn around and kind of show off like hey i did this you doubted me you know what i'm saying well that happened to me you know i had a struggling fantasy football team you know what i'm saying oh I-, God, I thought this was real life <laughs> This is real life. I'm sorry. I apologize. We continue. (laughs) You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. So, all right. So, Diva, a couple more here for you. You know how this works. We're going to get into uh, Don't At Me here in a second. So, all right. Not hair co. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you've been growing this out and, you know, people within our circle have used it. Cujo, myself, you know, we could vouch for that the product work, even to the point where one of our affiliate hosts, that we have was like screaming in a loud whisper, like, where's my product? Where's my product? That type thing. Yes, so, I'm, I'm going to get him his product this week. Please please do, because it's become a whole thing, but we can get into I that I know. Later. He called me on Facebook so hard. I was just like, Dude. Yes, yes. It had a lot to do with me, too. He was like, oh, so you're going to take care of 16 before me? Well, oh, yeah, obviously. Come on. I mean, it's me. But anyway, um, and speaking about that, so you got nine hair co. You found a lane for this. Where do you want this to turn out? Like, obviously, you want this to be successful. Obviously, you want some this to be something that's in stores that people are paying attention to. But how far do you really want to take this in your view? Because you got so you got so many, you know, 
irons on the fire. You're all over the place. So where does Nia Hair Co. rank as far as where you want to take this and all the things that you have your hands in? Hmm. I, you know, I want to, I really want to get to a point where this is like my number one baby where um, I really want to turn this into a full on skincare line. Um, and eventually into hair, of course, I already have formulas for like, I want to do like shampoos, conditioners, this kind of stuff for men. I really want to turn it into like a lifestyle of men's grooming and just men um, like taking care of themselves and like learning a lifestyle of like educating them. Because, you know, one of the things with my competition is that they just really throw products at them all the time. They don't really teach them anything about it. Um, They don't teach them a why. And so that's just the lane that I want to come in as a master cosmetologist is just like educating them um on just basically taking care of themselves and like they really do enjoy taking care of themselves like so many men come now to the salon just to get a shampoo and they love it because they didn't even realize that um how really really soothing and relaxing it is for someone else to shampoo your hair because guess what they don't get their hair shampooed at a barber you know what i'm saying but that's just something that just getting your hair shampooed they just lay back and it is the best thing ever. And and so men like that. They're just taught. They're not taught that they need it. You know what I'm saying? It's like y'all yeah. eat the same kind of food, but when you do get something else, you're like, oh man, this is so good. So it's just teaching them another part of life they need to relax. Life is hard. So like, why not, you know, be pampered when you can because mo- most guys are low maintenance when it comes to that, where we're just trying to, you know, we were talking earlier before recording. It's like, yeah, I don't spend a whole yeah. lot of time in the mirror. And we don't, it, it was something <laughs> that she was bringing forth where it's a selling point where it's like, yes, women had their products, but men deserve to feel clean and fresh when it comes to their hair health as well. And yeah. it's not something that we really truly consider. So it's, it's a good thing that there's someone out there like yourself who's paying attention to that and letting us know, hey, we should be, you know, being taken care of in that manner, too. So I got one last one here. Uh, we mentioned it, but I would love for it to come from you as far as where people can find Nine Hair Co. online. What are the products that are available right now? Like I said, again, I could vouch for the for the beer oil. Um, peppermint was the scent that I had. It was, uh, you know, I was getting compliments on it and everything, especially when I was I had my beard really grown out at that point in time. It was really, you know, super healthy. So please, you know, if you could elaborate on that. Sure. So you can find me at ninehairco.com. That's uh, the actual website. Um, If you would like to follow me on Instagram or TikTok, it's at ninehairco. So that's going to be nine spelled out, like on my name here. Hair Co. Simple as that. Um, the products that are also available currently right now, I do have a beard oil and a beard balm. Um, the beard balm is very helpful on men who have medium to thick beards. The um, beard oil can be used as a face moisturizing oil, and you can also use it on like um, clean skin or small beards and also medium to thick beards if you want to as well. Nice. Nice, nice. And like I said, I can vouch definitely for the, the beer oil. It is a wonderful product. 
I can put that stamp of approval on. I know Cujo as well because he used it. So it's definitely great. And also, Diva, one other thing. Where else, if somebody wants to see your lovely face on a weekly basis, where else can they see? They can see me at the radio show ATM on YouTube. That's right. And on Instagram and on Facebook. Yes, we are all we're all over the are place. We work, are we working on a TikTok, sir? We do have one. We just we haven't done a whole lot with it, but we do have a TikTok, but more to come on that one. But yeah, we do finally have a TikTok. So for the people out there that's watching who are, you know, if you're interested and you haven't seen the show before and you're like, oh, I want to see more of this ATL diva. She's on the radio show ATL every week right there getting on my nerves and I'm probably getting yes. on my nerves if that works. Thanks. Yes. I was so well behaved this episode. I know. I don't know. I don't know how to act. <laughs> it ain't gonna last long, so you better enjoy it. You are now listening to the radio show. What do y'all think about the whole Tory Lane and August Alcina situation? Like, I was talking. I, wait, I'd have to know so, what the fuck it was to, to, to have an opinion about it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. So. Hello. <laughs> so, what, so what we can get into now, Diva, you already know what this is. I mean, I'll have to explain it to you, but for the people who might be listening and or watching for the first time, we got Don't At Me. It's, you know, it's five rapid fire questions to sort of get to know our host a little, well, our host, our guest a little bit better, even though Diva's right at home here because, you know, this is her show as well. But we're just going to have a little fun, get into these questions and, you know, find out how she is when it comes to decision making, which is bourgeois, <laughs> if I might admit myself, it is bourgeois. It's the truth. That's what it, is. it is. It is. So we we're gonna get into it with the with the first one here with you, Diva. All right. Here's the first one. What is a genre of music that you refuse to listen to? Ooh. Uh, I don't even know. Mumble rap, maybe. Okay. I, I just it's a waste of life. I don't. I mean, there's some stuff I accidentally listen to, but it'll be the only last time. Like, I don't really want to listen to that. And I listen to some of everything, and that's just pointless. Okay, no mumble don't, rap for ATL Diva. Don't at me. Wouldn't, wouldn't dream of it. Lady CJ, Carol J, what's the genre of music that you refuse to listen to? Ooh, I'm like her. I, I love music. I love, love, love music. But don't at me. You ain't finna hear me. Uh, uh, singing or uh, listening to no yodeling. Oh, yodeling, no, no, for anybody that yodels, but no, not for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, no need to apologize because that's probably you know it's probably some people who's like, "Hello, I'm not into that." Um, I me either. I didn't even think of that. That's a good one. Carol J say the most that she want to hear from Yolin is the little dude on the uh, on the Price Is Right. You know they be doing that Yolin on that. That's about it. That's it. Or the Ricola, uh, the Ricola guy. Oh, oh my god. Ricola. That's it. That's it. That's how you get moving. <sighs> so I, I figured that I wouldn't been the only one to say this, but a, a genre of music that I refuse to listen to, I ain't listening to no country music. I'm sorry. I, there was one time I was somewhere that I heard somebody was singing a country version of, uh, what was it, Brian McKnight's Back at One. And I'm like, what in the world is this? So I, I, like I know country, country music. Well, I mean, I get it. Look, the country community finna call for you. 
I'm sorry. Let me say this. I don't mind modern country, but that stuff mm. from back in the day, you can go ahead and keep because every one of them is depressing. It's like every one Listen, of them wiped and left. And them. so is mumble rap. What's the point? At least they got a story. Like at least, at least country music has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Now you I feel know, bad because I feel bad now, D, because it's probably some country artist that was looking at this like, dang, I, I want to be on that show and I didn't just right. ruin it. I'm sorry. We'll talk to you. I'll give it a chance, but you know, don't, You'll don't never act. know what happened to Sheila at the bar. I can't believe it. I know. I just want, maybe if they come on here, maybe I just won't be on that show. Maybe right. you could just handle it, Diva. Right. You know. Wait, I, Tennessee whiskey? You, you. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we might have to revisit that. My bad country. Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre, right. yeah. Shania Twain. A single mom who works too hard. Oh, Lord. Mm-mm. Oh, no. I feel attacked now. Maybe I made the wrong choice. I'll come back to that <laughs> another day. All right. <laughs> Diva, here's the next one. And I'm not sure. I'm about to, with this part with the food, I'm not even sure if you go this route, but we're about to see. So, what's a better feeling to you? You getting up. You got that popcorn kernel that's in your teeth that's getting on your nerves. Or you've been eating some food or whatever and you find some fries at the bottom of the bag. What's a better feeling? Getting that kernel out of them fries at the bottom of the bag. Baby, the fries at the bottom of that motherfucking bag, and they still crispy. Yeah, don't add me. I love that. That's that's all. Oof, you feel like you got a bonus. Yeah, I expect fries in the bottom of my bag. By the way, if I don't, I'm pissed. Like, what happened? (laughs) Stingy. Sorry, right there. Carol J, what about you? You know, uh, you if you're a popcorn fan, you're going to eat something, you're going to get some kernels stuck in there, especially when you had them braces, or is it better better feeling finding them fries at the bottom of the bag? Don't add me, but it's getting that kernel out, it feels like a whole foot roll. <laughs> Don't add me. <laughs> a whole foot roll? A whole foot roll, because you just sitting there like, can, can I get it out? And then when you get it out, it's all said and done, it's like, oh my gosh. No, I mean, I get that, but I purposefully don't eat popcorn because of that, because that just drives me crazy. It's nothing. It's so, van- it's so vanity with her. The name ATL Diva is not a name, it's a lifestyle. So I figured she wouldn't, because I ain't never seen her eat popcorn, but maybe, you know, I'm not when we're around each other, maybe she does. But for me, I thought long and hard about this question, where it's like a popcorn kernel stuck in your teeth or fries at the bottom of the bag. And I'm gonna have to agree with Carol on this one. That man, we got that kernel stuck in there. And you finally get that sucker out. It's like a victory. You want to put your hands up, like yeah, I got that sucker. Come I on. Stuck in there and I got you. I mean, That's I guess a- I could understand that because like if you eat steak or something or meat, and then you finally figure out how to get it, it's like oh my god, thank you so yeah, much. It's like a burden lifted off of you because you're like okay, it's okay, and then you keep feeling it, and you finally get it. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, but. Honorable mention to them fries at the bottom of the bag because that shit is clutch, especially if it was mm. hidden. You, you looking, mm. you looking for sure. Mm. It, it's got to be a certain type of fry, though. I, I'll get the yes. fries. Or yes. You know who have good fries that stay hot and stay crispy for a very long time? Hmm. Cheesecake Factory. They have the best fries. What? I don't know. And they have like a beer, um, like a beer batter crunch on them, and so they be crispy, de crunchy, child, for like a good thirty. That good 30, 40 minutes home. Mm. But we did a we did a one gotta go on the show uh, with fries. So maybe we have to revisit them with different kinds of fries. Cause we, you know, we had a, a long conversation about that for a long time about which fries was better arguing and whatnot. But we, <laughs> we can get into that later. All right. Diva, here's the next one. I, and I feel like I know the answer. Well, no, I don't, because you're weird with this, but 
would you consider yourself to be a morning person? Yes or no? You have the weirdest sleeping habits I've ever seen. <laughs> but are you a morning person? Yes or no? Yes, I am a morning person. Don't at me. I love mornings. I feel like I feel like mornings are like the universe is like a like redo. Like the morning air, like it's not tainted. It's still pure. Like the air smells fresh. Like you don't have to do all the craziness is sweet. Like you can just exist in bliss for a little while until the sun super comes up. Like I just love that time. In the it's Hallmark so card is. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. She's like, and the butterflies are fluttering, and they they grab me in a warm blanket of uh whatever. Get out of here. Yeah. The other day when we were the, talking the in the crisp morning, morning air. Come on. No, guys. we talked in the morning, and you basically told me, "Hey, look, go to hell. I ain't up yet. I'll talk to you in a little while." So. He's lying. He's lying because he knows he texts me a crazy time about some radio stuff. I probably would answer. Yeah, but that one more, he's like, I ain't. Man. Get to me later. Carol J, would you consider yourself to be a morning person? Yes or no? Ooh, oh. Oh, gosh. Okay, don't at me. Not at all. Get this. I open my classroom up at 7 o'clock every morning at the high school. Um, Don't don't talk about me, but my kids beat me down. Um, class is supposed to start at 7. I get there about 7 or 5. We're not gonna tell nobody. Don't tell, we won't nobody. tell nobody. Don't tell. And if, if any of my students see this, I'm sorry. If my boss see this, I'm sorry. But yeah, I, I don't think I'm a true morning person. I used to be a good morning person, but after that second baby, after having, I, I can't do it. First of all, that's what they forget to tell you when you want to have kids and they are cute and everything that you got to spend. They they make it seem like. You know, the newborn stage is so horrible and you lose sleep and da-da-da-da freaking die. <laughs> the the lie, the mother freaking lie is that nobody tells you that you low-key gotta spend the next 20 years getting up early in the morning to deal with some kids. Don't nobody tell you that. People black that part out. I don't think they realize like, oh yeah, you gotta get them up for daycare, 545, no. 6 o'clock for elementary school and middle school, high school. Like, you gotta get up to make sure they're up and doing what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody tell you about that. It's 20 years, not, or maybe 19 something like that yep. but it ain't it ain't just the newborn phase so when they talk about why people don't want to have kids yeah because we done caught on and we starting to think about that part yeah, you, you, you auctioning uh, auctioning it off i can go on and on about that um am i a you better person? you better off when they sleep through the night after maybe six to eight weeks at least they don't go nowhere but you got to actually do stuff with them when they go to school this is facts <laughs> And that is Ew. why I'm not a morning person, Diva, at all. Ew. Like, I, am I a morning person? Absolutely not. I despise being up in the morning. Now, if I'm up early and I'm just sitting around not doing anything, that's one thing. But you want me to get up and do stuff and <laughs> deal with people and talk and all? No, I'm not a morning person. Something. I think I'm a morning person because I don't have kids. That's why I'm a morning oh. person. What? But see, this is the thing, though, Diva. I was not a morning The moment... <laughs> that I knew I wasn't a morning person is when it was time for me to start school and it was like okay you want me to get up and you want me to go somewhere and you want me to do stuff oh I don't like this at all and that has stuck with me my entire life I'm not waking up in the morning 
no but i don't i don't like late days like i've always been a stubborn person about my evenings I, I so like, like i was probably one of the few college people who just really was excited about eight o'clock classes because oh, to I mean, me i need to be done by two so whatever we got to do so i'm done by two i just gucci i wish ugh. i was like that i wish i was like that back then it's just giving me just it's just giving me these uh i just talking about it just gives me trigger because i'm just not with it whatsoever all right mm. <laughs> we got two more we got two more here for you here um all right so this word um is it pronounced kilometers or kilometers both you you can't oh she's going off the board and i can't add her because it's don't at me that part is both uh, it oh, depends dude. on your mood and it depends on how you're saying it too because i don't know like i say both and it's just a very natural thing so i don't really think about it it's just however it wants to come out kilometers uh, kilometers uh, all right so let's I go i said Mr. don't at me and i wouldn't dare <laughs> Miss Educator, Carol J. Kilometers or kilometers? Don't judge me. Or don't at me. Excuse me. Don't at me. But kilometers. Kilometers, <laughs> 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 All right. No, okay. I got you. All right. So, kilometers, kilometers. Um, all right. So, I'm. Yeah, yeah you're seeing my point of view, aren't you, 16? Yeah, now you see how it could be either or. You know Naturally. what? This is my this is my game. I'm gonna plead the fifth on it because I refuse to agree with Diva. So we just gonna say it might be. <laughs> I don't know. But That's all it is. He doesn't want to agree with me. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so it's it's probably both. Whatever, Diva. That's one point for you. So if you keep a score at home, that's me five thousand. You like seven. So there you go. He has yeah. never agreed with me going off script on "Don't at me" ever in life. So this is amazing. I'm not I'm not pleased with this. So we're gonna move forward with the last one here for you, Diva. Um all right, so which one do you prefer? A long walk or a long car ride? Wow. Wait, am I driving? I mean, <laughs> I don't I didn't come up with the technicalities of um, it, it could be just ride, you could ride be riding shotgun with somebody. I, I honestly, I really like doing both, but I'm going to not be difficult this time. You know, this one time, I'm gonna say a long car ride. Don't at me. Okay. All right. All right. That one's an upset for me. I thought you go with the walk. Carol J, which do you prefer, a long walk or a long car ride? It's crazy because I, I'm the same. I like both. Um, but don't at me. It would be the car ride. Car ride. Okay. All right. Interesting. All right. A long walk or a long car ride. Hmm. Yeah. It, it's. It's. Hmm. I'm not a huge fan of long car rides anymore because I done got used to flying everywhere now. So me being in the car or anything over probably two hours, I ain't with it. But walking is like walking, and I don't really want to do that either because it's hot. It's probably. I don't know. I don't like this question, and I came up with it. It's probably, it's probably the car ride because the walking I'm gonna start complaining. I don't want to do this, blah, blah blah. So yeah, it's the it's the car ride. 
um yeah yeah that's what that's the one we'll go with because those can be fun too you know have nice conversation mm-hmm. and everything and speaking of having fun a nice conversation you know what was fun and a nice conversation playing don't at me with atl diva right here on the aftermath she already knows how to play the game so does carol j so we appreciate that you are now listening to the radio show i don't have road rage i just don't like when people get in the left lane and do the speed limit Nigga, if you're going to get in this lane, you got to accept the risk that you could potentially get a ticket. <laughs> That's what this lane is for. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right. So, Diva, just to, yeah. you know, bottom line this whole thing, I know that, just speaking from a personal standpoint, I know that you and I, we go back and forth on the show. That's our relationship in that aspect. But I'm going to take this time to say this on the record that, you know, I love our friendship. I love our relationship and that I'm super grateful to be doing this show with you every week for all these years. And that I'm super proud of you with your nine hair code, your vision and everything. you know, I fully support everything that you're doing. Anything I could do to help you out. And, you know, you call me anytime, any day. It's whatever, you know, because we cool like that. So just know I'm proud of you and I'm glad to see you doing this. I, I'm almost emotional, 16. I can't even believe I got that many compliments in a row. I'm so excited. Yeah, I definitely share that sentiment. I'm so appreciative of, you know, us being good peoples for such a long time and being able to collaborate on projects. And thank you so much for supporting me in this. And thank you so much for bringing the lovely Carol J on tonight. It was such a pleasure to meet you and interact with you. So I, I'm definitely appreciative of it. And um, I'm excited for like more stuff to come. And um, hopefully we can do like an in-person type of product review next. I think that would be pretty dope. Let's do the men of the radio show ATL. Let's get together in person and maybe film something. I think that'd be pretty cool. It, it is. You know, we've been you know trying to speak that out there to get us all together. I think that will be a nice uh, novel thing for us to do for that. So, yeah, definitely um, looking forward to more to come. You know, make sure and visit ninehairco.com for products, all the information on that, more information on ATL Diva as well. And then again, like we spoke about it, you can catch her every week right here on the show, whether you want to listen or watch at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. It'll lead you right to our YouTube and also all the other providers that we are on also. So Diva, uh, like I said, again, appreciate the time, you know, and of course, you know, I know you'll be around. We'll talk again soon, of course. Yes, thank you so much. Have a good night, you guys. For sure. You are now listening to the radio show. Old people. People in general. Stop wearing them ignorant ass Bluetooth pieces in your ear. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, Carol J, we're back here on the aftermath. We just got done talking to. Um, I would say friend of the show. She's not friend of the show. She is the show. ATL right. Diva. We just got done talking to her about her starting radio and also ninehairco.com. What's something that you picked up from her um, as far as the beard care products? What's some information that you didn't know that you picked up from the interview? Well, that the black man is the minority. I never realized, you know, in the hair store that, I mean, they, they cater to us as women, but, you know, even as black women, but I just didn't realize you guys are the minority when it comes to that. 
yeah, you know, it's not a whole lot out there for us. So I'm glad that somebody's taking up the, you know, the task of getting something for us so we can feel, uh, you know, I guess you say pampered, however you want to call it, self-care. It's a good thing to, you know, have that out there for us. So for ATL Diva, if you want to look into ninehairco.com, well, go to ninehairco.com, all right? That has all your information as far as where to buy the beer oil, the beer bomb, and then also more information about what she's doing and her background, all right? Also, if you want to see more of ATL Diva, all you got to do is do what you're doing now, and that's listen to and watch the radio show ATL because she's on every week with us. Like I said, wreaking havoc, being a pain in, in my ass, but it's all in good fun. So definitely check that out. We're at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. Make sure and check it out. Also, our homegirl Carol J, she got her podcast. The Carol J Podcast is out there, all right? Under construction, coming back with a big rebrand real soon. Carol, what can people look forward to when you come back? What are we looking forward to on that? Whew. I guess look when, look when they when they see they're gonna see the the new and improved. I want to say, Carol Gray. I like it. I definitely like it a lot. So definitely always glad to have you around here. You know, come back, keep coming back every time, all the time. All right. So. As far as everybody else out there, if you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com. Or you can send us a text 678-800-1677. We definitely look forward to hearing from you. All right. So, again, we appreciate the time. You know, glad for Carol J. Glad to be speaking with ATL Diva. And uh, we're just going to keep dropping this heat all 2023. So we appreciate the time and we'll catch y'all next time. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email theradioshowinbox at gmail.com. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two. Or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ hyphen talk podcast. Like and subscribe.